And we're live. Hi, bruv. Well, you, I, you got your podcasting license? Hey, you, you got a license to run this thing? You got a license to be recording my voice into that little thing over there? I haven't signed shit. Well, fuck, I guess we better stop then. <laughs> What's just, on, like, just like you just keep talking in, in that accent where, People are like, where it's just not even decipherable. It's just, what I told you to go send them to them there. It was like uh, that episode of uh, of the Harvey Birdman where the the guy yeah. is in the courtroom courtroom talking about custody of like these childs and he's like, so you would say that the lady ladies and gentlemen of the jury that humans and needed to say raise said child. He'd <laughs> be like. <laughs> you would, uh, you would potentially tell us into the courtroom. You really didn't have any idea about what you were going to say in the courtroom today. Would you say? <laughs> you know how, like, when, uh, like, in subtitles, it can't dis like the show can't decipher what the person's saying, so it just says inaudible. Yeah, 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 inaudible. That's, yeah. Just, that's just this podcast. Yeah. It's just like, it's just some woman's like Siri voice. It's just like, inaudible. 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 Sorry, can you repeat that? Inaudible. Fuck, inaudible. Was that a good Siri voice? Yours? Sorry, can you repeat that? Sorry. <clears throat> so, sorry. <laughs> sorry, could you? <laughs> I no, think if like, I like make my voice softer, it's going to sound better. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, well. For those of you that are still listening, this is the politically correct podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Peterson, joined always by my co-host, R- Richard. You, you over there? Oh, okay. Well, normally he introduces me. It's just, it's just your, 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 your main, uh, your main uh, friend, friendly neighborhood friend, Ricky. Uh, friend Phillips, friend, 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 the friendly Phillips. <laughs> oh, look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's friend Ricky. It's friend Ricky. <laughs> I must befriend him. <laughs> Who here needs a friend? <laughs> that sounds a little creepy if you put it in, in the right environment. I see you're sitting by yourself. <laughs> Do you need someone to talk to? It's like, I'm friend Ricky. It's like, sir, this is the ER. <laughs> He's unresponsive, sir, yeah. because he doesn't have a friend. <laughs> Seems like someone needs the cure of a friend. Would you like to grab a burger? <laughs> Maybe go see a movie. Um, I have a boyfriend. Uh, oh, yeah. I, uh, I have a boyfriend. Absolutely A-okay. A-okay. I am not looking for anything romantic other than friendship. <laughs> Welcome back to the Friendship Story Hour. I'm your host, friend Johnny, joined always by co-host friend Ricky. And today we're going to be talking about... Friends. Friendship and being friends. (laughs) This has gone way off the rails. F is for friends who do stuff together. (laughs) R is for running games. What? Like running games. Like running. Oh, we're spelling friends, but it's actually from fun. But uh, welcome back, guys. Um, If y'all are new to the podcast, then welcome. 
Welcome. This is not how we normally start off. We no. just like, I don't know what's gotten into us today. I don't know. Lots of that like uh, like pop rock candy it gets you really just Dude, a big boost of caffeine. Just, we're just just amped. Well, you have a get after you it. have a damn coffee machine in your office. So. Oh yeah, dude, it's awesome. Uh, how many cups of coffee do you think you go through a day? Maximum five. Average five. Average three and a half. Average Is your day. blood pressure okay? I I mean I feel fine. I do notice that around like and I did I maybe we I haven't mentioned this on here but like. I need a cup of coffee around like 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon or else I just am useless to myself. Really? I just will fall asleep. So you're just completely reliant on it. Yeah. That's similar to how like a crackhead would be reliant on that rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am reliant on the sweet go-go bean juice as the, yeah. as the Gen Z calls well, it. Look, one time when I went to the doctor and I got checked up uh, to get like a prescription or whatever, uh, I was told that I couldn't like drink energy drinks or take pre-workout or anything because my blood pressure was so high. They're like, yeah, They're your like, resting heart rate is that of like Usain Bolt mid-stride. Oh, no. oh no, like it was insane. Yeah, like uh, like what it was at, and they're like, do you take pre-workout? I was like, yeah, I take like two scoops every time I go to the gym. Dry They're, scooping it. Yeah, just I dr yeah dry scoop. I just throw it in and then Sw drink swig it with water, dude. Swig it with water it's the and then it's just that's essentially the same as like liquefying it and just injecting it directly into yeah. your bloodstream. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Oh man! But uh, welcome back, guys. We've got some news for y'all. We got some. Uh, <laughs> we've start. We've like quote unquote started the podcast yeah. like three different well, times. Well, we're, we're starting now. Uh, oh, all right. I'll shut up. Oh, <laughs> if you have not heard, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is back in the MCU. <laughs> oh my God! He's Spider-Man. <laughs> pew 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 pew. No, pew. Those are like more like lasers. Yeah. <laughs> pew pew. It's more like. <laughs> when I was uh, I remember when I was a kid uh, last thing and then we can start okay I remember when I was a kid I was at this basketball camp and like uh, this one kid like stayed with us he was like he went to our school but we weren't necessarily like close friends with him but he would do this like weird like thing where he would like act like he had a squirt bottle but he would make the sound and he'd just be like ksk, 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 ksk. oh yeah it was bizarre I thought it was funny at the time, but now that I'm like saying it out loud, it's, it's just like, like wow, I just fallen flat. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> I'm getting pretty good at these buttons. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Ricky said, we covered this a few episodes ago where uh, the MCU and Sony and Disney and Marvel and blah, blah, uh, we're all fighting over who would get to call Tom Holland their Spider Man. Yeah, and apparently. He was out, and then he was in, and then he was out again. And then Tom Holland posted on Instagram the uh, famous Wolf of Wall Street, I'm not fucking leaving yeah. video, which I thought, I'm not was, fucking leaving. Which I thought was great. Um, and this is like some deep, like, I've been down the deep, dark rabbit holes of YouTube mm -hmm. looking into stuff like this. Apparently, Marvel's Brie Larson is not doing super well with fans, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. Uh, because of her bland, flat character and just like just pumping feminism into the MCU. And so they tried to pair her up with Spider-Man for like the next couple movies. And that would sort of like balance out her lack of, of a personality and just lack of ability to act. Yeah. Um, and then once they thought Spider-Man was leaving, Marvel was like, oh, we're fucked. And so they did everything they could to get Spider-Man back in. Um, 
And I think that's what's led to this new deal, but I could be wrong. I could just okay. be spouting InfoWars type I have, conspiracies. I have a question. Do you think that this deal would have ever been, you know, made if there wasn't such a massive social media backlash from him like leaving oh from them not being able to make a deal like this Um, was obviously i think that this was a hundred percent social media pressure on them and they're just like oh fuck i we had no idea that people gave this big of a shit about spider-man yeah i think uh i gotta side with sony on this one for me from my perspective it looks like that marvel kind of pushed the fans to be like hey this is sony's fault that you guys don't get any more spider-man movies though fuck them right and people just like followed suit in classic twitter fashion and just grabbed the pitchforks and the torches and just burned down sony uh metaphorically obviously yeah until they would reach a new deal which they did which Um, they did it looks like uh the uh, fans and investors around the world will rejoice at the news as it ensures billions of more dollars for Disney and Marvel, the only movie studio left in existence. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it says that uh, the new deal sees Marvel Studios producing the next installment of Spidey's cinematic franchise with Kevin Feige taking... I think, it's, I think that's it's, like... F- no, fe- it's, Fe- it's Feige. Is it? Yes. I thought taking, it was like Feige. No, it's, it looks like Feige. <laughs> It's Kevin Feige, though. Okay. (laughs) Taking a lead role in the production, Spider-Man will also appear in other MCU movies going forward, as he has previously. The third film in the modern series release is July of 2021. This is from Forbes.com. 2021? Gosh, it's such an investment, man. It's like all the way to 2021, we got a Spider-Man movie. I haven't even seen Far From Home. (sighs) Far From Home is not as good as Homecoming. It's not? No, I thought it was... I gave it like a... Wait, no, I haven't even seen Homecoming. Homecoming's not that good either. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, okay, so... The solo Spider-Man movies are not as good as they could have So been. I'll shoot another question out there. Do you think that Spider-Man would even be a big deal right now if he wasn't included in the Avengers movies? No. Do you think that like if he there would be been, any if, argument, like anyone would even like think twice of like oh like they couldn't come to a deal with spider-man oh well yeah i think that wouldn't have mattered i don't think that would have mattered if uh he hadn't been brought into the mcu in the first place i think if this was like an original deal to like bring spider-man in and it didn't fall through i think there would be less of a backlash but like people love tom holland he's just like such a likable dude i think that tom holland's role in uh gosh which avengers was it civil war was it Civil War? The is that, first one. Is that where in. everyone dies? No, that's Infinity War. Infinity War. I think Infinity War where... Okay, well, if you haven't seen Infinity War, I'm sorry. I'm going to spoil it for you. But Endgame's where, already been out. Where so. Spider-Man like, is one of those people that dies. And Tony Stark and, and you know Spider-Man, they have that connection. Yeah. And then it's like, They're like oh, father and son. I think everyone deal. just became emotionally invested in it once Spider-Man died. And then when he came back, like, it was just like the biggest deal ever. And then that whole Love You 3000 thing with, yeah, with like Iron Man and then like, Spider-Man. I think it also had a part to play with like he was introduced like halfway through the Infinity Saga as it were and like everyone loves Spider-Man. Right. Um, And so putting him and like getting him over to Marvel was a huge deal and they like were hyping up Civil War that he was in it when they like released the trailer and he was in it. I was like, oh my god. Well because Spider-Man's one of those staple 
He's an OG. He's an OG, like yeah. staple, staple uh, character. You know, superhero. Yeah, it's like Superman or yeah. Batman. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Like he's in that category. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, small tangent, I guess, off of this subject because I've kind of, I feel like we've kind of exhausted this. Yeah, Joker opens up this week. Yes, um, it does. Did you see the the picture going around? I have not seen it. Um. Uh, I'll read it just as kind of like a PSA, I guess. Uh, I on, I think this is like uh, actually I'm not going to read it because um, <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. But basically, people are saying that there is a threat that might happen. Oh, really? With the Joker movie specifically in in where we are. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't want to give any more credibility to it. I know yeah. our listener base obviously isn't like thousands yeah. of people in Fort Worth. Yeah, right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. But still, at the same time, I don't want to just be pushing that out there if it's not true. I didn't believe it. I didn't really think it was true. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that hap- that happened like a long time ago. With the Dark Knight. With the Dark Knight. Yeah. People are having issues with Joker. It's yeah. like, well, uh, y- well, you know who it is, is the, as Barstool calls him, is the no fun police. Yeah. They're like the people that have to make everything dramatic and just like not fun. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, I'm definitely still going to see Joker. I don't care. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Austin. Yeah, I will also be out the, of town. We, yeah, you'll be out of town. So I guess we'll have to go see it next week. week. I'll be down to go see it next yeah. week. Oh, dude, we can do a filthy review of that movie. Oh yeah, we have to. We, I feel we're, like we're big Joker fans here. We may. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it later. But yeah, I definitely want to see it. Uh, it looks awesome. Yeah, but yeah, Spider-Man's back in the MCU for the foreseeable future. Honestly, when he's when they said he was gone, though, my last thing on it is I didn't one I didn't really care, and two I didn't really believe that he was gone. Yeah, I was like, they're gonna figure it out. They're not right. just gonna like let this happen. Oh, I mean, once I started seeing like the social media backlash, I just knew that it wasn't gonna it, it wasn't gonna be a long term thing. It's yeah, just they're like, like they'll figure it out. Yeah. But get something. My mic is all wonky. <laughs> oh, wonky. wonky you want to introduce the next topic? At all? Yeah, we will introduce the next topic. And uh, yeah, welcome back, Spider Man. Uh, next topic <laughs> uh, Labradoodle. Bra- gosh. We have an article here from BBC uh, that recently the creator of of the Labradoodle says that his life is a complete regret and that he is a monster. And we are we are not kidding. This guy's like the creator of the Labradoodle. He bred the Labrador, if y'all know what a Labrador is. The very is. first Labradoodle. The very first Labradoodle. Labrador and a poodle. And if you if you don't know what a labradoodle looks like, it's it's literally just a Google image. Yeah, just I I can't imagine you don't know what it is. But uh, in a recent interview on an ABC podcast, Wally Conran says the invention in, is his life's regret, and he hasn't got a clue why people are still breeding them today. He's become concerned that an influx of copycat crossbreeds has created health problems for many dogs. Uh, He claims that, quote-unquote, or this is what he said in an ABC interview, I opened a Pandora's box. 
I released a Frankenstein. Good lord, it's a dog, dude. It's a cute dog as well. People are just breeding for the money. Oh, Uns- fair enough. Unscrupulous breeding are crossing poodles and inappropriate dogs simply so they can say they were the first to do it. So, I don't think that this is making a Frankenstein. I know plenty of people who have Labradoodles, and they're great dogs. They're not monsters that attack them? No, in fact, no, they're just the most loving, one of the most loving dog breeds I've ever encountered, honestly. Give me a shout if you guys love Labradoodles, because we love dogs. Yeah, we are a we're, We're a, a dog pro podcast. Pro dog podcast. <laughs> pro dog podcast. Pro 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 dog pot. That's sort of tough to say really fast. Pro dog <laughs> pro dog podcast. Dude, Labradoodles are relatively new. It says that that the Australian Australian. Oh, so now we got to read anything he says in Australian. In Australian. I, I opened Pandora's box. I released a Frankenstein. Wally, who's Australian, created the Labradoodle in the late 1980s. So the late 1980s. Yeah. We're like barely older than the Labradoodle. Yeah. Um, well, since the so-called invention of the Labradoodle. But I could see how people would try to crossbreed like things with a poodle to like make some breed that would just be you know like to die for pretty or something yeah Yeah. it says it took a letter from a blind lady in hawaii whose husband was allergic to long-haired dogs to spur wally then a breeding manager into action he decided to create a suitable guide dog for the couple after three years of trying to find a solution in 1989 wally came up with the idea of a quote dog with the working ability of a labrador and the coat of a poodle unquote but despite his success, he feels regret because the Labradoodle became a quote-unquote bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> and his aim of only breeding healthy pups was not followed by others. I find that the big... Oh, you read this already, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did no, no, that? I didn't read that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, but look how pretty this dog is. Yeah. Well, okay, I can understand that, like, because breeding dogs, like, nowadays has become, like sort of sketch oh it's yeah it sucks with like people that run like puppy mills puppy mills and yeah. all that stuff but i mean if i i never thought of a labradoodle as a designer dog i didn't either i just thought of it as like a dog but apparently it's more popular than we think because otherwise he wouldn't have thought that this is such a big deal yeah, it must. Well, I mean, he lives in that world, so he must see it like way more often. Or maybe you know? it's like he's just claiming that he's a monster because of this and trying to pin it as like a big problem because of other issues just because he wants to neglect the fact that he just wants to be the only one that invented it. Now Ooh. that there's other people that have them, it's not as special that he invented the breed. Yeah, he wants to be... Uh, he wants to have, like, the single breed. Like, yeah, he wants to be the guy. What yeah. a dick. Yeah, or... or yeah, or, I <laughs> mean, uh, like... Feel sorry for me. By the way, don't breed any other dogs. But you can't act like this is... Like, you could say that he was the first one to come out and say, hey, I breeded this. But, I mean, honestly, like, what if a dog goes to a dog park and just... Humps a, a starts lab, just humping, humps a, a, do, a poodle dude. Yeah, just starts going at it. And it's like, okay, well, oh, the dog's pregnant. It's like, oh, looks like... Well, I, I want to know if he, like, if that's what happened. Like, he just was like, all right, I'll go get a, a male Labrador and a female poodle and just let them bang. Right. Or if, like... 
he had to go through like a lab and like create like he created like four or five that failed they were like these deformed dogs yeah. like they're just like <laughs> yeah it's yeah like they actually are frankenstein yeah and he and the, that was just like the pretty one he's like oh fuck i finally got one it's like oh look what i did one for 20 baby well i think also the thing why this is probably designer dog, i'm pretty sure that labradoodles don't Jesus. shed so it's like as big as a lab and like how he said it's like a working class dog yeah but Poodles don't shed. So right. you have a big dog, but you also have a big dog that doesn't shed. That's also adorable which is, as fuck. Which is ideal. So I totally get like the whole trend behind it. But uh, um, Big team, no shed. Yeah, but the fact that this guy thinks that he's a monster, I mean, I think that's just ridiculous. I think that any Labradoodle that's probably bred is probably that lives in a nice home is feeling happy and just like any other dog. Yeah, and I also don't like this guy's superiority complex. He acts like he's the only one that thought of this and yeah. like would ever be able to do this. He's like, I'm just a, I'm just a tortured yeah. genius. Fuck off, dude. Yeah. He took two dogs and mated them. That's like, not that uh, big of a deal. Yeah, like other dog like crossbreeding hasn't occurred before. Yeah, or someone wasn't going to be like, oh, I bet you a Labrador and a Poodle would make yeah. something cool. <laughs> that's, like, that's like pairing like ranch and like mustard together right. and making or like honey and mustard and making honey mustard right that's like the it's like a pretty basic combination of two standard dogs right so i think this guy is maybe he's just doing it so two idiots on a podcast will talk about yeah. it yeah like and <laughs> here we are you know, and here we are <laughs> so that may have been his reasoning behind it and he's just cackling to himself in australia off his media money dude i, I mean i don't know I mean, I think I, I I think that he's 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 totally freaking out over, over nothing. I think he he was the guy that was like, you know how people do stupid shit, and they're like, oh, like, and then a comment will be like, oh, hey, let's like throw darts at each other so we can get on barstool sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, th this guy's like, oh, let's let me tell BBC that my biggest regret in life is crossbreeding a Labrador and a... Yeah, what if he, like, made it up, too? Yeah. He just, like, some other guy comes out and was like... It's like, no, I did this. I did like, this actually in, like, 1960. Yeah, like, you're not special. I supplied him the Labradoodle. Yeah, it's like, I wasn't looking for any, like, you know... Um, any, what like, I what? Say? I don't know, I was waiting for you to... Uh, uh, credit. credit. I was looking for there any credit. Credit, like credit card. Yeah. Yeah. But you said something that really resonated with me. Yeah. Freaking out over nothing. Yeah. You want to know what else warrants freaking out over nothing? What? <laughs> the crossover from September 31st to October 1st and when girls just go, oh my God, it's Halloween season. It's Halloween. <laughs> so they start wearing orange every day and like yeah. black lipstick and they're just like, I'm just such a fall girl. <laughs> Hannah's already got like decorations outside of her place in Norman and I would never she's got a scarecrow would, and a pumpkin out already I would never say that Hannah's one of those people but those people are very annoying <laughs> just just like but the, no, no no so you know why Hannah's not annoying she can do it but she doesn't post about it yeah she's not like like the people that are annoying are the ones who are like taking the Snapchat stories and they're like, got my first PSL on October 1st because Halloween. Well, you, you know, Hannah and I actually discussed this uh, 
like a couple days ago and I was like, oh, like it's going to be October soon. Like it's basically like fall season now. Yeah. Like except for the temperature because it still doesn't feel like fall. No, it's like 93 out. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like 93 <laughs> degrees out and the sun's just beating down on me. It's going to be really bad when I'm in Austin this weekend. Oh, it's going to suck. Uh, but ACL will be the shit. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Uh, but we were talking about it and I was like, you know, every time I've been in your house, like back home, like your mom has just got every single like holiday or season just like on point like right when it's like anyone thinks about it like coming up yeah like the whole house is decorated in it yeah like whether it's easter thanksgiving like halloween the first time someone mentions it the decorations are up just generally just fall fourth of july uh you know new year's like everything Mm -hmm. and i was like i was talking to hannah about she's like oh well it's because like you know, it separates the different times of year to where it actually feels like, you know, the holiday is, like, happening. Yeah, and whereas it feels opposed like, it's you, like change. Yeah, like, whereas opposed you would, like, go to a house and it was Halloween and it just wasn't decorated. It'd just be like any other normal day. Yeah, that's kind of depressing. So I think that's just, like, sort of, like, the idea of, like, you know, you, you have to separate the different times of year by, like, reminding yourself that you're in that environment or something yeah and it's like it's festive i get it Um, yeah but like you know it's fun to you know play around with that stuff you know i've never purchased like a fall decorations ever oh no i haven't either do you want to do you want to do that yeah we what just go blow like 200 bucks on halloween decorations (laughs) yeah you know but what we do need to do is the day after uh halloween we just need to go don't tell people that that's our that's our secret. We need to go in our costumes and just run all over the street and fine, we'll tell you. <laughs> we discovered this last year, Ricky. Why don't you tell them this this is Well, it may be a well-known thing, but like I never took advantage of it as we did last year. Yeah. This is the greatest thing that you could ever do. Because we're one, we're way too old to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. I haven't trick-or-treated in like this will be my second Halloween not trick-or-treating. Yeah, it's more about like just drinking booze and getting completely plastered did in that a costume. Jo- did that joke just go go past you? What'd you say? This is only my second Halloween not trick-or-treating. Oh. <laughs> so like I've been I've been trick-or-treating for 21 years. I, mean. I, I stopped trick-or-treating when I was 22. I was like, you know, this is just like it's just not for me anymore. No, I you know, I tried to dress up like as Spyro the Dragon and yeah. people just mocked me and I was like my Zoro costume costume doesn't yeah. fit anymore like <laughs> Zorro costume. the sword keeps breaking it's just not it's just too much effort. were you the one that said you went as Zorro like six times or something i was for halloween i was Zorro from ages like <laughs> three to like 11 <laughs> every year i bet that half of our listeners don't even know what Zorro is Zorro is he was uh played by antonio banderas <laughs> in the Zorro, the mask of Zorro. still one of my all-time favorite movies yeah it was amazing, but and then every time that he would like, like he would like finish like his mission, like he'd like leave a mark of like the, a big the, ass Z the with ma- his sword, the mark of Zoro, the mark of Zoro. <laughs> uh, but we've got something saucy for you. We're not talking about this just for no reason, just yeah. to shoot the shit. We have got. You guys know we're big. Wait, TV did we guys. even mention the the candy? We didn't even mention the candy. Oh yeah, we just went off on a huge <laughs> tangent. Okay, so our thing is, uh, um. November 1st is the day that you should go buy your Halloween candy because it's literally going to be all 50% off yeah. at Walgreens and CVS because they never sell out of it. Yeah. And they buy way too much every year. Right. And they have to get rid of it as quickly as possible. So you can get like 
like a 50 pack of assorted like chocolate candies for like two dollars yeah it's amazing just like the super sized versions of you know the assortment the, like assortment m&m's bags yeah things. yeah yeah like all of that stuff and you go to cvs walgreens or i mean i guess maybe walmart but walgreens is like hot spot it's crazy like and then because you just, they have like walgreens is one of those places where it's like we're gonna like they're one of those places where it's like oh we dedicate a whole aisle to seasonal. like seasonal stuff yeah so you go to walgreens you see that 50 percent off grab all of them because i think like two days after that i think i went back to the walgreens mm -hmm. and it was all gone. It was all gone. It was just all gone. So make sure you're there. November 1, baby. We'll be there 7 a.m. when those store doors open. We yeah. are going to be there. And then what you do is, obviously, you can't eat all that candy before it goes bad. Just throw it in the freezer. Throw it in the freezer. Throw it we all in the freezer. We, we normally get a lot of chocolate. We got, like, four, like, large bags <laughs> yeah. of candy, and that lasted us, I swear to God, until June. We got, uh, we also got, like, a whole pack of, like, Gummy gummy bears. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, snakes. Like, yeah. And like jawbreakers. Uh, uh like now and later. Sour gummy worms. Yeah. Like everything. Of course, all the good candy goes first, and then the rest of it is just like picking through the bag of shit candy. Yeah. And then, you're just and it's like, like oh, damn it. This. A lemon head like yeah, shit. A sticky ass lemon head yeah. that's like that was like a quarter <laughs> of the way open and kind of melted. Or like a like, jawbreaker, just like it's it's you're okay. like why why it's literally just a ball of sugar when yeah. this. But um so speaking of October, like I said, we weren't doing this for no reason. We have got 10 TV shows that you and both of, and then us need to watch during October because yes. either they're seasonal or this particular show will be having new seasons coming out. Now, you don't necessarily need to have seen the shows before, but it encourages you to be like, hey, this new season is coming out. This is something you may want to watch. So yeah, check Ricky, it out, Ricky. Why don't you kick us off with number one? Because this sounds like something up your alley. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't seen Watchmen, the movie Watchmen, uh, you should watch it. And there, if you hadn't heard in recent news that they were coming out with a show, well, you know now. And Watchmen for almost two decades. Uh, it says, for almost two decades, a live-action film of the acclaimed 1987 graphic novel languished in development hell, finally seeing the light of day in 2009, but to middling reviews in box office. Famously, the comics author Alan Moore opposes such adaptations and has said most of his work in the 1980s was designed to be unfilmable. What does that even mean? Like, so dark where it's just <laughs> or like... he's just like, he's just like <laughs> such a douchebag artist where he's just like... Honestly, the things that I create, they're unfilmable. <laughs> you won't be able to capture what I'm conveying with a mere camera and mere actors. It has to be consumed with the soul. I think that's how like Broadway people are. Like it's like, oh, you could not understand the show unless yeah. you've literally witness it personally. Have you, Live. you haven't bled in your own shoes, <laughs> dancing for hours, perfectly choreographing one minute scene. It is art. Oh, oh, you wanted to film it. Oh, you wanted to take two to three takes. No, we do this live because it is the theater. <laughs> Anyways, to... Oh, you do television. <laughs> <laughs> so to continue... Uh, 
was I going to say? Now writer Damon Lindelof. 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 From Lost. The writer, or yeah, from Lost, is the latest to attempt to recreate Moore's dark vision on screen with what he has dubbed a remix of the source material. Regina King and Jeremy Irons are among the stars playing a group of masked vigilantes who cause conflict between civilians and police. Uh, and it premieres on October 20th on HBO. And yeah. Get your free I mean, trials, baby. Yeah, get your free trials. Watch like one episode and then hopefully it was good enough for you to actually subscribe to HBO. <laughs> um, that uh, Watchmen looks cool. I'd be down to try and watch it. Yeah, but I haven't researched enough into the show to know which characters are in it because I've yeah. seen the movie. I think the Blot Man is in it. You, the Blot guy. Blotman? Rorschach? Rorschach, yeah. Yeah, Rorschach. Yeah. You know what that is, right? Yeah, it's the Rorschach test from psychology. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think he is like, I read one article, and I don't know why I remember this, but he is like that universe's version of Batman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it, it seems like it. Yeah. He's, he's like a the most badass character. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's Watchmen. Definitely go uh, check it out if that sounds interesting to you. We'll move on to another show, which neither of us have heard of. Yeah, I've not heard of this. It's called Giri Haji, with a title that means duty and shame in Japanese. Giri Haji is a dual location thriller following from... Oh, is a dual location thriller follows from humans, right? What the... <laughs> f- Am I reading this wrong? The, the shows... There's another show called Humans. Follows, oh, oh, follows humans writer, from... Okay, from the show Humans, writer Joe Barton that switches between London and Tokyo and explores the ramifications of a murder around the globe. When Tokyo detective Kenzo discovers his brother Yuto has gone missing, he is dispatched to London to search for him and uncover the truth about his life. Ooh. In unfamiliar surroundings, Kenzo unexpectedly finds hope in an assortment of Londoners. Among them, male prostitute Rodney <laughs> and detective Sarah, with whom Kenzo gets rather too close. Dude, I, I knew this was going to be a BBC show because it's like it like all of these like mystery like random like oh a Tokyo detective ends up in London with male prostitute Rodney. It just means there's going to be like two Japanese actors and then everyone else is just going to be like White. like expensive White. build like you know British actors. Yeah. It's like it's like uh I don't know. Like BBC just runs those weird shows where it's like just random I feel content like basically. It, like they they have shows where it's, they're like super cool, but like the budget is low on like special effects and stuff. But yeah. like the acting's really great and the writing's really good. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, you yeah. just have to like look past certain elements that they just haven't hit where Hollywood movies, you know, you know, work with. I agree, but, but uh, uh, yeah, that sounds dope though. That'll be on the BBC network. Yeah, not sure if they have a streaming thing, but uh. This next one, most of us have heard of, and I, some I've, I've seen. I don't know if you've seen. Bojack I feel like Horseman. I want to get into it because I've heard really good reviews from I, it. I like it. It's a funny show. You have? Yeah, you, I've seen it. I haven't right. seen all of it, but I've seen some of it. Well, if y'all have seen the show, uh, y'all probably know that the uh, sixth and final season is coming out for BoJack Horseman. Uh, and if you don't know what BoJack Horseman is, I'm going to give you a description right now. Boom. The animated satire following washed-up uh, actor BoJack, voiced by Will Arnett, returns for a sixth and final series in two parts, the first of which drops in October. Following the adventures of 
anthropomorphic animals living alongside humans. The series so far has dealt with depression, addiction, and grief. After the events of the end of the last series saw Bojack dropped off at a rehab facility, he begins the new run reflecting on the therapeutic purposes of letter writing. Uh... He quote he says quote I hear it does it did wonders for the Zodiac killer. <laughs> he tells his friend and ghostwriter Diane, before the story wraps up for for good, the question is will our anti-hero find a legacy beyond his 1990s sitcom Horsin' Around, and will he finally achieve redemption? Regulars Amy Sedaris, Aaron Paul, and Paul F. Tom. Tompkins all return. Aaron Paul's in it? Yeah, know. I had no idea Aaron Paul was in this show, but it comes out October 21st on Netflix, and I think this is one of those shows where it's like... It's like a dark comedy. Yeah, it's... What's... What is that show called? F is for Family? What is that? Yeah, that one's more of a comedy, though. That's more of a this comedy? Is, this is more heavy than that one. You think so? Yeah, yeah, because I've seen both of those. Oh, okay. Yeah, F is for Family is with Bill Burr. That's his show. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Uh, this is my Will Arnett impression of Batman. <laughs> Will, this is me doing Will Arnett doing Batman. <laughs> the animated satire following up washed up actor Bojack Horseman returns for its sixth and final series in the 21st of October on Netflix. So credit to Netflix for that one. Dude, Siri just read this whole thing that I just, look at this. Hey Siri, so far adult with depression. Holy shit! Hey Siri, ah, my so Siri far. Just turned on. <laughs> That's bizarre. What the heck, dude? That was so weird. Anyways, if y'all watch the show BoJack Horseman uh, or haven't, like myself, uh, go check it out. I'm probably gonna check it out because it seems interesting. It's very. It's uh, a good show. It looks like a very witty cartoon that. Is also very dark. Yeah, very dark. But, you know, you can look past sort of the depression stuff and, you know, dark stuff. The fact that they're animals acting like humans. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, on to the next one. All Would right. you like to take it, Johnny? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so, the next one out there is called Living With Yourself. Living With Yourself. So, this is a, a series starring Paul Rudd. Starring alongside himself. Holy shit, dude, that's him. And both yes. of the pictures, that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> Paul Rudd in a comedy that asks the question, do we really want to better ourselves? Miles, played by Paul Rudd, is a man on the edge, struggling with his career and marriage. He undergoes a, no a novel spa treatment that promises to make him a better person. Oh. But soon he discovers that it was to be taken literally. And that he has been replaced by a newer and improved doppelganger of himself. Miles has to deal with his unintended consequences of his actions and fight to hold on to his wife, his job, and his very identity. This, Dude, could, be, this could be the existential comedy that fills the hole left in your life after bringing Natasha Lyon's Russian doll. I don't know what any of that just meant. <laughs> but it, appeared, it premieres on the 18th of October on Netflix. That sounds another good Netflix series, dude. Anything with Paul Rudd, I'm down. I'm all in on Paul Rudd, dude. He's freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, I think that'll be really good. I think that you know when you start when you make shows that are like you know a lot of the times people will try to make shows like action like action series or like mystery murders or something, but no like one ever true really crime like n yeah like not. It's not often that people make shows about like real like life, you know, like marriage and, you know, like 
career paths and like just living your life and just like everything that ha happens like surrounding around you. It, yeah. Like, most shows don't often focus on that. Uh, but because everyone everyone's on the craze of like making like a superhero show or you know yeah we've talked about this it's a lack of creativity and yeah. this is something that's very creative yeah and i think that uh, like shows like this would definitely hit home and actually you know hit like you feel emotion from a show because of it yeah and not just like whoa that was sick and like, like i had no idea that was coming and this isn't me knocking on or i guess this is me praising paul rudd's acting ability but he definitely is the type of guy that could play like a disheveled piece of shit yeah <laughs> That For just sure. like hates his life. You yeah. Know? Oh, a hundred percent. Like he could easily do that. So I'm excited. This is that's like see, this is why we pulled this up, is that we're finding something really interesting. Yeah. Um the next one, Ricky, you want to get this one? Uh I'm gonna skip down to uh Mr. Robot because okay. I know that this is a very sick show. I watched uh the first season of it and I never got back into it just because I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, just one but, of those shows. That happens. It's just but, like you watch and you're just like you just never got I, around. I just, I just didn't get around to watching the yeah. next season. I didn't know when it came out yeah. or anything. But apparently they're on their fourth season. So I'll give you all a description of this. Rami Malek follows up uh, his Oscar win for Bohemian Rhapsody. This is the guy that played Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. He also has a podcast. Does he have a podcast? He stars in an original series podcast called Blackout. And this is just like a quick 10 second plug for that. He basically, he stars as a radio host during in like, or in like the Northeast of yeah. the United States during like a, a, what's potentially a nationwide blackout. Yeah. It looks very cool. I listened to the first few episodes. Very good. Very I'm good show. I have to listen to it. But uh, Rami Malek uh, is returning at, returning as his character as a hacker uh, known as Elliot Alderson in the fourth and final series of this cyber crime drama. Elliot is a cybersecurity engineer who, along with the imaginary Mr. Robot Christian Slater, an anarchist group uh, group F Society, started a revolution to bring <laughs> down one of the world's most powerful companies and change the world, but is now trying to undo the five not five nine hack that was put in motion in the first series. This new run is set around the festive holidays, two months after the third uh, season's finale, with the economy booming. The show picks up the action by delving uh, delving into the pros and cons of Elliot hitting send on the email that could reverse the 5-9, uh, and that premieres on the 6th. Of October? In five days. Next week, uh, nice. On Amazon Prime Video. Or that's on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So, like, this guy's, like, basically, like, a cyber security, like, genius. Yeah. And he's been hired by this group basically to take down this, this company that's, like, I, it's basically like a super unethical like company. Mm -hmm. It's like more of like a monopoly that like where they just control everything and like he has his own personal like aggressions against them right. and all that stuff. But like the dude's stupid smart and it's very very entertaining. So if y'all have not seen Mr. Robot, Is I that on do Netflix? recommend it. No, it's on Amazon Prime Video. Gotcha. Which we have. I yes. think. Yeah. I, I I do at least. I also do. Uh, you you get it if you have a Prime account, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. there you go. Um, I'll move 
move on to this one. This one looks actually really cool. This show, this show is called Dublin Murders. This is another BBC show. So it's set during the 2006 at the height of the financial boom in Ireland. This new crime drama based on Tana French's Dublin Murder Squad book series focuses on two murder investigations led by ambitious detectives Rob Riley and Casey Maddox. When a young, talented ballerina is found dead on an ancient stone altar, her death unearths, unearths another tragedy that befell the same community years ago when three children disappeared into the woods and only one returned alive <laughs> what they find in their investigation is a community caught between old and new ireland adapted by writer sarah phelps best known for her agatha christie dramas the series explores memory identity and potentially devastating consequences of pursuing the truth premieres on 14th of october on bbc one dude that sounds sick that does sound pretty cool uh I'm I'm always trying to wrap my head around the fact that there's so many streaming platforms now that I feel like there's just so many shows. That, like, yeah, you can't keep up with watching all of these shows. Like Disney has one now. Apple's coming out with one. CBS is taking the office to theirs or NBC actually. Dude, you you just gotta like you gotta pick. It's like out of all those shows that we just named, I feel like I could only pick one and actually remember to go. Like maybe remember to go back to one other one on different like streaming platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's no way that I could keep up with like with everything like going on in our lives and everything. How busy we are. There's no way that I could. Yeah, you know, I feel like you max out on like two streaming platforms and that's kind of it. Like Netflix is one that everyone has. Yeah, and then it's either after that it's a toss up between Amazon, Hulu, and HBO. Dude, my mom used to be like on top of this stream like God. just streaming like like six different shows like That's within crazy. the same week and like keeping up with them and she would have her elliptical in her office yeah and she would just go on the elliptical for like three hours and just binge shows and just binge Dude, shows over awesome. and over again and it's just like and she'd be like, "Oh, like, have you seen this show?" And I'm like, "No." It's like, it's like, "Oh, well, you should watch it." It's like, uh, "I just finished it last week. How have you not started?" Yeah, it? it's like the most complex, like, like you know, plot, and it's just like, "Yeah, uh, I can't follow." I just, <laughs> and like, she's like, "Oh, like, you should watch like an episode with me." It's like, uh, it's like episode eight into like ten episodes that are in the season. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, you're just so far behind. But uh, yeah, the streaming platforms are just—it's crazy, and it and. Have you seen like the statistics that they or not statistics like the numbers that they ran is like if you were to, like subscribe to every single one of the platforms that are out there right now it'd be like a hundred and like fifty bucks like a month or something oh my god like something ridiculous that's unbelievable it's like could you imagine paying a hundred and fifty bucks a month for like you wouldn't you just wouldn't even get cable I guess. You would just be like, Dude, I'm probably never gonna buy cable. Yeah, you just be like, I stream everything. I stream. But, like, I, li I do. <laughs> but 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 even like thinking of that, it's like, like why? Like I, I'm I'm like very uh, loyal to like the Netflix and like Hulu. Like I'm very yeah. like loyal to those. I mean, there's just there's not enough shows on these other platforms to right. make me switch. Right. It's it's like there's nothing like with uh, the show The Boys. Like that was like the first real show I watched on Amazon Prime. I've watched a couple on Amazon Prime, but like 
we have Prime subscriptions for the delivery stuff. Not right. Like the the fact that you get a video service with it is kind of like just a bonus. Like right. Amazon Prime isn't something that I would pay extra for. Right. Yeah. But. But yeah. Anyway. Um, those are kind of the the top of the top of those ten shows. The other ones are kind of I think meh. Um. There's like Silicon Valley, uh, Modern Love, um, which has Anne Hathaway in it, Catherine the Great, which has which ooh, has Helen Mirren in it, Mrs. Fletcher, Mrs. Fletcher, uh, HBO, HBO, Amazon Prime, and HBO. So yeah, there's several shows out there that are piquing my interest. Yeah. If you're looking to binge in October, looking for that snuggly blanket and pumpkin spice latte to sip on and eat candy and sit on the couch, then those are some shows for you. Those all sound like really cozy things to do in the fall. Yeah. Which leads us into our last and final topic. 18 of the absolute coziest things about, about fall. fall. <laughs> it's time for sweater weather, bitches. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God. So we've got a list of 16 things. I, I guess w we could go through all of them. Or, I think we or just 18 need to, things. Sorry. I think we just need to read through and shit on them. We'll just read through the ones that catch our eye and all that good stuff. Um, You want to start off? I want to read the intro to it. All right. <clears throat> it's no secret. Fall is our favorite season here at Country Living. The weather's cooler. The air is crisper. And everything is just a little bit cozier. To get in the spirit of the season, here are our favorite things to do that make fall so perfect. <laughs> Number one, Richard. Number one, wrapping yourself up in a warm scarf and beanies and, beanies and, and mittens. mittens. You see, I do that every day. I, every day. I don't care what the weather is. I don't own a scarf. I you don't can borrow own... Online. I don't own mittens. I have beanies. I do like wearing beanies. I'm a big uh, the the Russian hat one. You know, I'm I'm just the big beanie baby. I'm just the big beanie baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, oh yeah, you do have. Johnny has like this iconic like, I, I the trapper I, hat. I like I've lived with Johnny for a while now, so I know just how his. Uh, like what he's going to pull out of his closet for when the season comes yep. up. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, Johnny's going to come out with this super thick like jean jacket that's got like fur and shit on the inside. And then he's going to come out with this classic like Russian like beanie. It's like basically looks like he was in the USSR. It's like the trapper hat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely my look. Yeah, uh, a, I'll definitely wear beanies once it gets cold, though. Oh, yeah, I, big beanie guy. I mean, like, it probably won't even get cold enough. I think I draw like November. I think I draw the line at scarves, though. I'm not, I don't do scarves. It, it depends where you live. You yeah, know? if you're, yeah, if we're living in like Denver, everyone would be like, if fucking it, moron. If it's snowy, you need a scarf. You know, you know what I want to like get like i've never like lived in like a place that's cold enough to like get one but i want one of those big like uh winter like trench coats yeah that i can like when i like have a job if i ever wear like a suit to work or something oh and I just yeah have a giant like black trench coat over yeah. me not leather though you want like the cloth one no yeah yeah yeah, yeah leather like, ones are creepy no like the wool ones. yeah yeah yeah, are, yeah yeah, yeah like, those are dope just like a designer one and just like come yeah. in like 
Take if you off, lived in like New York City yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like total New York City vibe. Yeah. Like wearing that shit where like you're walking through snow and everything. Everyone's like, God, that guy probably like, has so much money. Like, damn, that dude looks successful. Dude, how <laughs> many credit cards do you have? <laughs> uh, this one, dude, this one's funny as fuck. Okay. Going, going leaf peeping. Going leaf peeping? And you might be wondering, you might be yelling at your iPhone right now. <laughs> What's leaf peeping? <laughs> <laughs> On your way home from the apple orchard or the pumpkin patch, go ahead and take that detour to see all of the beautiful fall foliage along the way. I do agree that there is somewhat a, of a like appealing aesthetic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like visual of yeah, yeah, just yeah. seeing orange leaves and like autumn, like you know, sprouting everywhere. And yeah, the leaves change color. It's like it's the signal of change. Yeah. Well, I think. I think it's a bigger thing for women because they're like, oh, now I'm going to coordinate, like what you are saying earlier, I'm going to coordinate all of my outfits around the fact that the leaves are orange now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to just, I'm not going to wear anything like... Except burnt I, orange. I w yeah, like, I wouldn't wear anything that was pink or green or... Like Easter color. Yeah, yeah. Easter, like any pastel colors or yeah. anything near that because that would just be a fashion crime. Oh, I would. And I'd be like, here I am wearing like a... You know what the worst thing would be? I don't know, like something a, completely a, a pastel colored like uh, trench coat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like baby blue. Yeah, but, trench yeah. coat. And they're like, it's Easter and winter. I'm a big Easter guy. Yeah, and but, people are just like, eh? okay, okay. <laughs> um, let's see what else you you skipped one that I do actually enjoy. Yeah. Uh, if you do have you know a significant other or a fiance or a wife or whatever you or got husband or, or partner or friends with benefits i mean depends what you do yeah, in your spare take time your side piece yeah like whatever you decide to do in y'all spare time other than hit hitting it in the sack like i nice. mean it's up to y'all but picking out the perfect pumpkin i do think that it is fun to do that with like that is definitely a couple thing to do very like going out and picking a pumpkin and very you know whether it's this is something that I do like uh, I've haven't done it in a long time, but I want to do it like uh, <clears throat> this season is uh, pumpkin seeds like grow a pumpkin. No, no. Like like get a pumpkin. Then you empty it out. Like before you make a jack-o'-lantern, oh, you yeah, empty yeah, it yeah. out. Then yeah. you can like you can roast the pumpkin seeds and like season them with ever with whatever flavor. And it is nice, dude. It's like it's like sunflower seeds, dude. It's exactly what it is. Okay. Okay, Johnny <laughs> thought that I was, like, not I, cool for I, that. I, okay, I understand doing that with Hannah, for sure. I thought you meant, like, doing that with, like, you and me. No, not with you. Oh, okay. God, I would, that would never, I wouldn't even have a pumpkin if Johnny, it was. Johnny, I got a pumpkin. I got a pumpkin for you, bro. You ready to roast some seeds? Dude, low-key, I would be down to, like, make. Like a jack-o'-lantern for our oh, apartment. Oh, Lauren really wants to, too. Yeah. So we could do, like, a whole thing. It could be uh, me, you, Hannah, Lauren, and my younger brother. Yeah, carve some pumpkins. Yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down. I'm going to carve, like, a podcast mic. Yeah. Oh, see? Creativity. It's fun. Yeah. Uh. Anyways... <laughs> have you seen the one have you seen the one jack-o'-lantern where it's like it's literally just like two little eyes and a tiny smiley face so it like looks like the anime face oh, like really? The really small scrunched face on like the fat <laughs> pumpkin it's so funny dude i'm gonna like if we all like get together and do that i'm gonna like look up some crazy ideas to yeah do. um 
Some of these are just hilarious. Wrapping yourself up in a knit throw, <laughs> sitting in front of the fire, lighting candles. Dude, yeah, 100%. Like, that was one thing that... Wearing your favorite <laughs> sweater. Hannah has one of those scentsy things in her room. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, why don't you, like, put that scent in there? Because it smells way better. And she's like, because it's not in season. I was like, oh, Okay. Now what? I'm being over dramatic. She no. didn't yell at me, but she's like, <laughs> she screamed. Like she, she was like, oh, because it's not in season. I'm like, so it smells good. And she's like, it's not in season. It's like, and then I'm like, I would just be like, this is not a com. <laughs> this is not like something I'm gonna pry. Like I'm not gonna probe at this. Yeah, like this isn't something I'm gonna argue with because it's your room. Like, yeah. like, this seems like this could lead to something explosive, <laughs> and it's not really worth it. So, um, staying inside all day. I do think that during the fall, you definitely stay inside a lot because it actually starts raining and it's cold. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, like, I was. Yeah, I was telling Lauren <laughs> last week. I was like, I wish we could just have like a week of just rain. Yeah. So I just wouldn't have to go outside right and like i love the rain actually i mean like as long as it's not like Dangerous. like okay like when it rains when it rains during the summer it's sort of weird because it's like i sort of want it to be sort of chilly if it's yeah. raining i don't want it to be you know 90 degrees and raining oh and yeah I, then no, i'm that's just gross then i'm just humid the humidity takes a huge part in that it's like and then you're miserable you're just like god yeah fuck. i feel like i'm wearing the moisture yeah like, everywhere i go yeah it's just not it's just not the move <clears throat> but uh what they said is when it's too rainy or cold outside cold to get anything done outside don't feel guilty about holding up inside all day lean into it and grab your thickest pair of stocks and a nice and a, book. <laughs> and a nice and a warm cup of tea. And take it easy. Be sure to hold it and sip it with both hands. <laughs> uh, number 17, wearing L.L. Bean duck boots. Ricky, you own a pair of those. Oh, dude, I love them. Uh, drinking hot chocolate. Renting a cabin in the woods. Oh, dude. I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big oh, cabin yeah. guy. Uh, uh, a chunky wool sweater is the closest thing we can think of to a real-life hug. Give me a hug. No. <laughs> okay. I think I got to kill Johnny on the podcast now. Lighting candles. We talked about that. Sitting in front of the fire. Uh, wrapping yourself in a knit throw. Listening to the rain on the roof. I'm about that. I dude, think that's cool. Dude, that's one of my favorite things is falling asleep to rain. Yeah. I, like, I can. That's I'm so easy. It. Eating all the pumpkin spice flavored food. That's not in my I category. Do, it is. It is in mine. I do this once a year, every <clears> year for the fall. I go to the Seven Eleven that we live next to, and I get the pumpkin spice latte from the Seven Eleven, and it's pretty good. <laughs> You're not. You don't go. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck over overpaying for no, for dude. A Why would I go spice yeah. latte at Starbucks when I can just go to Seven Eleven and serve myself? Well, also at the same time, is I don't want to be seen as that guy that goes to Starbucks she and goes, gets a pumpkin spice goes, latte. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Starbucks. What can I get for you? Oh, can I get a Can I get a pumpkin spice latte? Right. One pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, for, it's like what's your it. name, John? <laughs> Damn it, I told you to keep it down. Pumpkin spice latte for John. Yeah. <laughs> and then like all these chicks are like, 
all, all the dudes look over there and they're like, "Yikes!" Yikes, bro. That so better be I, for your girlfriend. So I like to I like to go to the get it from Seven Eleven because I can just get the cup and just fill it up with whatever I want, and they're just yeah. gonna charge me for the cup. Yeah. Also, you're stuck if you go to Starbucks and you and it's like pumpkin spice latte season. You're stuck with the pumpkin spice latte like cups that they have. Yeah, yeah. Where they're yeah, yeah. seasonal and they have pumpkins. Yeah, and, like, and you're like and leaves on you, them. Could like, you put it in the regular cup? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and they yeah. don't do it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, kid, the guy with the pumpkin spice latte wants it in a regular cup so he's not embarrassed. It's like, damn it, she does it that. Again. She does that, like, and then no, she hands it to you and you're like, oh, I actually, I, I asked for a different cup. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hey, can we get a new cup? This guy that ordered the pumpkin spice latte <laughs> didn't want the pumpkin spice latte cup because he didn't want people to know that he ordered a pumpkin. What was your name again? John? What's your last name? Just just for research purposes. You're Peterson. hot. You're hot, steamy, <laughs> cozy, sweater-ridden pumpkin spice latte with extra foam and just a whisper of cinnamon is ready. That'll be six ninety. That'll be fifteen dollars. Would you like a sleeve with that so you don't burn your little rose little <laughs> your little, your little, your little rosy rose little soft hands, your little lotioned up hands? You probably wear your little your, baby your little bed body lotion hands. <laughs> you don't want to burn your little hand, your little tiny smooth hands that you just clipped and got manicured with your little hands. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh. Oh man. Well, we're but, at, we're at an hour. Yeah. That's a good place to wrap but, it up. But hey, it's it's fall. It's fall. Act like it, people. You know who needs to act like it? Mother nature. Mother nature, for sure. Freaking global warming's oh, got yeah, me dude. sweating my ass off here. Dude. We Anyways, get, we need to get Greta on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Talk through some solutions. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, And we'll see you, I guess, next week because I'm going out of town this weekend. Ricky's going to ACL. So we got some, we'll have some good travel stories to talk about on the next podcast. I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, we will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Shoot us a little uh, five star rating, little subscription, little little rating, little review, little maybe share the podcast oh, with somebody. Yeah. Maybe maybe just hit that little, little little triple dot right there and just be like, hey, I'm gonna copy the link and maybe just send it to somebody you know and just be yeah. like, hey, yeah, so this that would be sick if you just shared it with everyone that you know. Yeah, hashtag sicko mode. All right, later, guys. Peace. <laughs>